Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Seattle, welcome into a wonderful Monday morning. It's the gas man and puck. The Feltulator is here as well. The pros pro Neil Scott. Everyone's here. The band is back together. Gas, how was it? Uh, how was last week? How, uh, you, this, the, this is the first time in six years. No, no, because I did a show for oh, Softy right. one day. I did two shows. I did a morning show and an afternoon that's show right. uh, over the course of five years. Right. Uh, they liked. They were so impressed. That they had me, and, and the the afternoon show I was late for it. I was <laughs> softly had to carry the mail. Softy couldn't do the show, so Tony softly's in doing middays, and I'm zooming. I get caught in traffic, and I thought I get here at like three twenty, and softly's like, "This guy's an idiot." He's looking at me like, You're "Well, right. it must have gone, it must have gone great," because I got a text from Purple Sheet while I was on vacation in Arizona. He said, "You can stay there." Well, our big segment that people seem to like is what does Puck do that annoys you? And we we start, and that actually it became like sports graffiti. It carried three entire hours of the show. We just did nothing. Oh. But why does Puck annoy you? And it, the phone lines blew up. I'm sure there. I'm sure there's plenty of things that uh, that anno- that annoy people. Yeah. About myself. But no, we had fun. Was, you know, I'll tell you what was fun was we uh, particularly Thursday the way it just dialed. We had you know Calabro, uh, Silver, and uh, and Feinstein, and they're just three guys I like talking to. And I hadn't talked. You know, it's weird. You have these these I call them radio friendships. It would be odd for me to call Feinstein and talk to him unless we were on the air. Right. It just would be odd. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and Silver and I talk occasionally, and we text a lot. Did you ever have, have you ever had a, um, a relationship, a radio relationship with someone over the, that had spanned over the years during your time on the air that you had never actually met the person? Like face to face met the person. Boy, I'm trying. But you've to been think. doing a weekly segment with that person for like five, six, seven years. D- I, no, not okay. for that long. Anybody that long, I, I met right. at some point or another. Uh, and it, it was you know the, the guys that I'd have on regularly. Generally, I had on because they were fun, you know, yeah. and entertaining. Sure, and, you, you know, and, that's and, what it's all about, right? It's what we're trying to do here is entertain you a little bit. Uh, so it was. I had a great time, and, and Jackson was was great. And we had fun, nice. and. Uh, and, you know, Wednesday, I mean, God, Wednesday just turned into Hockey that, that Central. That was just a newsy, newsy day. Now, I was, uh, thanks, and I'll give, here's the plug. R- start recording and send this to Purple Sheet. Now, thanks to the iHeartRadio app, oh. I was able, on the way back from Arizona, to download countless interviews on my iHeartRadio app. Wow. I downloaded the Gas Man interview with Tim Lywicki. Uh-huh. I downloaded the Gas Man interview with Kevin Calabro. Ooh. I downloaded the uh, the the Ian Furness interview on my iHeartRadio app with um, Todd Lywicki. Mm-hmm. I did the uh, I also did the same with the Dave Softy Mahler interview with Todd Lywicki yeah. and his thoughts about Sebastian Janikowski and farting. Or I don't know if that's what you he did, but he did something that? like that. You can yeah. download a fart, actually? So I downloaded countless hours nice. of content here on Sports Radio 950 KJR thanks to the iHeartRadio app. You can do that to yourself. Just download the iHeartRadio app today, <laughs> and you can find countless music stations and all of our radio stations here in the iHeart Media cluster, including Sports Radio 950 uh, KJR. So I listened to a bunch of I, I felt like... I caught up. I caught up on the the plane Good. ride home. Good. Well, and, and, and that's certainly better than interacting with the family after five days on vacation. You needed a break. Oh, this was a yeah. That by the time we got on the plane, we um, I don't know why this is new. Like when you fly Southwest, right? You know, going into Southwest, you don't really have a seat, right? Right. You know that you sign up for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I get the you get the zones, right? You know, did you have you flown American lately? 
First of all, no. let, me, let me look on my chart. Is American a sponsor? Because I always have to check. I, I am flying them in about two weeks. Does anyone know if American is a sponsor? I can check here. Hold okay, on. please check. Now, I would say this going down, American was fantastic. We flew, mm-hmm. uh, flew two great airplanes, brand new airplanes. That's nice. First time I've ever yeah. actually flown an airplane. God, I don't know why it's taking so long. That actually has the TV and the, the, the seat. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah well, you got to get out more. I know. Yeah. And... So we're flying on the way back, but we when we try to do our early check-in when we're leaving Arizona to come back home, they're like, uh, well, you don't have a seat. You, know, you you have a ticket, but you don't have an assigned seat yet. And we're like, well, I don't understand what that means. When, you, <laughs> when I go online and I buy the ticket, yeah. you usually get a seat, you know, it, you know 13F, whatever. Right. You always right. get a seat. We're traveling with two small children. No, 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 no. It only guarantees you a ticket, apparently with American Airlines, but it didn't, wasn't like this on the way down. That then for $65 extra, I can pick my seat. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? Is that a thing now? Well, there is. Because I always just yeah. pretty much fly Alaskan, so I don't, I don't know. The, all the airlines now have found ways to nickel and dime you. Good. And, and I, I would say to all the airlines, look, just put it into the ticket price. Yeah. Stop making me feel like I've got to pay for every other thing. Just say, look, here's what it costs. Here's the price, and that's it. I don't want to have to pay for an extra bag. Right. I don't want to have to pay to get extra leg room. Oh, I don't, you're you're going to just, just, just give me what I got. Tell me what it costs. So, give me what I got, and, and I don't care what it could. Just let's move on. Here's the, uh, before I get back to, back to the seat thing here in a second, the, well, let me, I'll finish up the seat thing, because then there was something funny happened on the way down with bags. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, it's $65 a seat if you want to pick your seat. And I'm like, well, time's four. No, I'm not doing that. I bought my ticket already. Yeah, like, 65 I, bucks for one person is like, okay, okay. but you got four people you're dealing four with people. here. I'm not, we're not doing that. And so we're like, this just doesn't make any sense. I've never heard of this before. Like, generally, when you spend the 350 or whatever it is to get your ticket, it comes with a seat. It even says it on their website. Your, seat, <laughs> right. your ticket comes with a seat. That's implied. Yeah. It's so, implied that I get a seat when I pay for the ticket. So my wife, the CEO, is kind of, you know, in a tizzy. we got two small kids. We have an eight, eight-year-old could do whatever. She's actually flown by herself. So she could be fine. The four-year-old, <laughs> that's not happening. And so she's kind of in a tizzy about it. I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's three hours. We've been with them for four or five straight days. Split them up. Let somebody else deal with the vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. need to deal with the vampire yeah, for three hours good, on the way home. That's good let, parenting there. Let John and Bothell, who's coming back from his vacation, he can deal with the vampire. And so she's like, well, are we going up to the ticket, you know, the ticket gal and, and yeah. guy and saying, oh, we need to we need to have all of our seats together. I'm saying, uh, it's not necessary. I'm like in the background yeah. shaking oh, my no. head. It's not necessary. It's okay. It's okay to split <laughs> us all up. In fact, get me away from all of them. <laughs> and yeah. she's dead. has to sit in the back of the plane. And, my, and, and the wife, who's got a hot blooded temper, is just slamming her. We will sit together oh, over God. my dead body. I am not splitting my family. <laughs> up. I'm like, yeah, split us up. We'll just do anything. Split us up. So, uh, so, but I didn't know that. I guess in American, you have to you get charged extra to actually pick your seat. Which okay. I'm glad I know that. I'm flying. But it wasn't like that on the way down there. That's what I don't yeah. understand. So yeah. whatever. Maybe they oversold the flight. Well, that's part of it. Well, yeah, it's like security now. Security, it's like you should spin a wheel because some places you just go through and you don't take anything off. Some places you have to strip down to your underwear. <laughs> some places they put a gun to your head and ask you what you know and when you knew it. I mean, it's like every day is, and maybe that's just to keep us on our toes oh. and keep us scared, which is kind of the whole point of it, I think. But but yeah, it's, uh, well, I, well, look, I'm well, glad you Let me you're ask back. you something about the people at the security line for the airport. Well, no, okay. I got no problem with any of the security. Uh, well, I, I, no, could they stop much? 
when you look at these folks, some of them. Some yeah, of them. Look, look I, I, some of them. No, I, look, I, I don't think it's about the individual, but it is, you know, there is some method to it, to the all idea right. that, all right, let's make it as difficult as possible. I'm watching a gal look at the, the my luggage going through the thing. She's got her legs kicked up. I oh, think yeah, she was yeah. playing a crossword puzzle, and she's yeah. just hitting a button as the bags you, are going you, through. You ever gone through during shift change? And then it's like, oh, boy, <laughs> this is going to, you know, it's like, yeah. But hey, you know what? They're hardworking people, I and know. they are—you know—they are They're keeping us safe. A line of defense against this that that you know you would never would have thought would have been necessary, but it is, and you know that's that's part See, of. That's why you're so, the voice of reason. Well, I, and I like I like not getting hassled by the security <laughs> people. So when I get out there, if they see me, oh yeah, you're that guy with puck who thinks we're all lazy, huh? Why don't you come over here? We'll do the bullet nose flashlight search and see what you're carrying. I'm gonna go in a costume next time, like a like a, like a, like Kirby enthusiasm. I'm just gonna have a costume all day long. Yeah, that's that's not bad. So I can avoid that's, the fatwa. That's um, not bad. So uh, going down there, they're like, so I have my golf bag with me, and I, so in, I go up there and I said, hey, on your website it says because they were going to charge me the twenty five dollars for the bag, right? And I said, yeah, but on your website it says if you have sporting equipment, the bag's free. Yeah. I said, here's my golf bag. That's is- that's sporting equipment. She goes, no, 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 it, that's not sporting equipment. I go, well, what do you mean? What what else do I use a Golf clubs for it's a sport. She goes, no, no. See what what it means is, if you have like skis, and then a separate bag for your boots, because when you travel, you have a separate bag for your boots and a separate bag for your skis. Whatever that that's considered sporting equipment, and that then when you bring sporting equipment, one of the bags since you have two, one of the bags is free. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that makes no sense. I, yeah. I, don't, I So if I took my golf shoes out and put them in a separate bag, would that be sporting equipment? She goes, oh, yeah. I go, do well, you, you just, understand how see you? That's how you ended, this is? You, and that's on the way down? You ended up on a list. That's why they jacked you around <laughs> coming out of Phoenix. You're on a list, man. They, 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 oh. Do you pay attention? You know, Facebook knows everything about us I now. Guess. So trust me, American Airlines knows about you, and they're like, all mm-hmm. right. There's some guy getting to work at, uh, at Sky Harbor going, oh, 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 boy, I hope this guy and his Three hapless co-travelers oh. come through my line because we're going to jack them around. At 45, I will will pay off the who had the biggest meltdown because oh, there good. was a clear-cut winner. Clear-cut winner of, in the, of, who yeah, we won, won. of who won the, the – the, uh, <laughs> who was going to be have the biggest meltdown over the uh, – Who did our listeners break? pick? They picked you, I think. I think Me, you, yes. they, our, our listeners voted yes. you and then me. And then, and then uh, my daughter, Beast Mode, and then the vampire, and then my wife. Okay, so, we, so that's how the listeners picked yeah. it. We'll find out from you how that worked yeah. out. How was the weather here? It was 90 degrees there every day. It was just like this. It's just <laughs> been god-awful. It's just it's so horrible right now. It's unbelievable. It, it's I just, thought of you guys. I mean, it, it rained so much. Wasn't Saturday like the rainiest day in history or something? I mean, it's like one oh, of the... It's, yeah. it's like, or the rainiest April day in history. Think about that. Wait, did you feel sorry? Like, I got out of the... I don't remember which day it was. I got out of the pool, and we had it a little warm. It was like 80 degrees in the pool, and I got out, and it was like 90 outside, and I was a little chilly. Mm, yeah, yeah. The, the wind was kind of picking up a little yeah, bit. You, you should have been with me Saturday night with I the flat tire with- on the ferry boat, pal. You want chilly? You want chili? You want chili and lousy and just in a crummy mood? You should have been with me. I warmed up with a, a nice cold uh, Modella Especial. Yeah, that's just, nice. Just for you guys. Good for you. Well, you get back in town and the M's lose, so thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for nothing. Uh, and our poll question yes. today, uh, and we can talk about this as the day progresses, because there's a, I, I think Scott Service does a pretty good job. I like him as a manager. I, I, don't, I don't feel like, like the M's are at some big disadvantage with him managing the game. Uh, and I love how they've started. And yesterday, hey, they just get mowed down. But I, I wish 
there was something in Service's personality that's just not in there, so I don't think we can force it. But I wish he had a little more fire on the. Now I think he has fire to win. I think yeah, all of that. I, I don't. Th- but boy, if there was a game yesterday that screamed for a manager to get thrown out, and and it could have happened after the Bach call, which is one of the worst calls I've ever seen. And what we're doing do overs now in baseball. I mean, somebody in baseball explained to me how a pitcher steps off, throws to first, the guy's running from first to second, points at the ump, the ump yells Bach. Everybody goes, wait a minute, what? And they they the umps get together, talk about it, go, well, it turns out now nah, he didn't Bach, but we're just gonna send him back to first. It's like and then they hit a two-run home run, and that's the difference in the game. It was a terrible call. So there's that. So that should have been, you know, with, with a manager that likes to yell, and service just doesn't, and that, that's fine. I wish he did. With a manager who likes to yell, that would have stayed in his craw all game. Not at him. And when that bang-bang play happens at first, where, again, in my opinion, D was clearly sick, clearly tie, clearly tie goes to the runner, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah. I thought he was safe, but the very worst was no. They review it, and I'm I'm, I'm looking in the dugout, and service is just standing there, and like I'm like, come on, man! The crowd was so flat, it was freezing cold. We were we were dying for a blowtorch to get put to this game, and service could have done it. Now, does it mean they win? I don't know, but get everybody revved up, get everybody fired up, yell, scream. It doesn't change the call. I get that, and some people say, well, that's just pointless. It's. I, I would have done it. I would have done it to see if you can get the team fired up, get the crowd fired up, see if anything happens, and then if you still lose 2-1. to one, And then afterwards, you can say, yeah, you know what? I did get thrown out because I disagreed with that call, and I disagree with the Bach call. And every no rational human would be against you. I make that decree today. Oh, I love I love it. I, I just I, there's always a, I think we'll discuss more about this in the next segment because I think there's always a, there's a time and place where I think where a manager's got to step up and, and say something and do something. You're yeah. right. I think... When we talked about this morning, 100% right. This was that was the the opportunity, the moment. What was the, so? What's the poll question? The poll question is: Should Scott Service have gotten himself tossed yesterday after D was called out? And our choices: We have three choices for you. Yes, hell yes, and no. And hell yes, right now is uh, is winning with 50% of the vote. So we'll talk about that coming up in the next segment. Also, find out what happened on our weekends at 10:45. I'll tell you at 10:45 who had the biggest meltdown on our family vacation. 12 o'clock. David Locke, the voice of the Utah Jazz, and I believe at 11 o'clock. Keith Shipman, longtime uh, Northwest sports broadcaster. Uh, Keith has been, uh, you recognize the, the name, you recognize the voice. He was down in Los Angeles yesterday at the uh, the funeral that they had for legendary broadcaster Keith Jackson at the Rose Bowl. So we'll check in with Keith at 11 o'clock, get his thoughts on that. Wild show, wild Monday, wild Mackie Monday here on Sports Radio 950 KJ. Active Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950 KJR. You know, they, uh, one of the best things about the uh, the house that we rented down in uh, down in Arizona, one, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, every house has got to be equipped with a pool, which is glorious. Right. Is uh, it had a pool table in this great big room. This nice. massive big room. And, but then it also had a table. It could, like, flip over. You could put a table on it where it's ping pong. Oh, that's good. And I love yeah. a good ping pong. Do you sure. like a good game of ping yeah, pong? Yeah, we were talking about the Cliff Averill well, ping that- pong uh, whatever Extra- uh, extravaganza. <laughs> I was going to say something else, and it just wouldn't have worked. <laughs> That's what I was going to. I was leading me right into the Cliff Averill Family Foundation presents the Ping Pong Slam at Spin Seattle on May nineteenth. Cliff and several of his teammates uh, with uh, will participate in a ping pong tournament with fans, and you could be one of them. Pro speed, uh, proceeds uh, benefit JDRF and the Cliff Averill Family Foundation, whose mission is to serve the educational health needs of youth locally and abroad. 
For more information, visit cliffaverillfamilyfoundation.org. A uh, ticket is 50 bucks. A spectator ticket is $50. A participant ticket is 100 VIP ticket is 200 Spend Seattle. Now, here's the deal. Uh, Saturday, May 19th, 5 o'clock uh, to 8 o'clock. Ping pong. I love a good ping pong. Here's the deal. Again, I think it's actually very reasonably priced. The yep. money's going to a good cost. Yeah, of course. For 100 you're in it, and you can say, and nobody's going to be able to check to see if it's true, but you could tell your buddies, I, I kicked Bobby Wagner's ass. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know if Bobby's going to beat him, but there will be some cool Seahawks guys there, and you can then later on social media say, yeah, I kicked uh, you know whoever's ass in ping pong. Yeah. And who, what are they going to dispute you? They're not going to get in some fight over this, so you, you can really be a big shooter for a hundred bucks, or go really big. Get the VIP ticket for go VIP. Yeah. Come on, it, you know. Listen, listen. To the area that we live in now. Yeah, everyone's spending money like it's like it's the eighties, yeah. and, and and everyone's just losing their minds. That's All right, right, so spend the two hundred dollars. Exactly um, right. How fa- how quickly do you think if we go to this thing on May nineteenth, can we turn it into beer pong? Oh, within, I, I, within an hour. Yeah, maybe yeah. Get somebody I mean, yeah. Like, oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think an hour is, is a reasonable thing. Put the paddles down. I got a new game for you, right. Cliff. Let's do this. What is what is this game? Is 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 it's, it, it's what all white white guy that were in frats do. All right. I'm yeah. Throw this little ball into a into a keg cup. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a really complex game. You throw. <laughs> it's really hard, and it ends up with everybody on their on their lips by the end of the night. Uh, just quickly setting up the show. Uh, Keith Shipman again, eleven o'clock. Uh, original member of the KJR crew, right? Kind of. Uh, if if I've got my uh, I've got everything in order uh, when yeah. we first kind of started all sports. Gary Lockwood, the legendary yes. Lockjock, was still the morning guy. Uh, he gets bounced out, and the uh, Calabro was in for like Calabro's like I'm going to do this for a week, dude. I'm not doing this full time. And, and the best part was the best part was I'm running the board the day after they bounce Lockwood and Gary Lockwood's a legend. He's been here forever, and they bounce him, and I mean that happens. And and and, Cla- and our, our program director's like, no, Kevin, don't talk about Gary on the air. The first thing he does, and he's like, "The hell I won't." And I mean, it's like the first thing he says is, "Well, it's a, it's 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 a bittersweet day today. We all love getting it. It's, it's so that lasts for about a week, and then they brought. I want to say there was a guy from Chicago named Jim Volkman who came in. Mm. And and the weird thing about this is, I had been like six months earlier when I'm driving out to Seattle for the job. I had driven through Chicago, and I had heard this guy, and he was funny as hell. He did the best Harry Carey impersonation you ever heard. I mean, it was. And he was he was quick. He was he had a lot of material, and it was just outstanding. And that was really about all, you know. So it was like if you like Harry Carey, bringing to the table. That was, yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, that Jim was Jim had some other talents, but it just he was a fish out of water here. And he and another guy that came from Chicago, and it just it just didn't work. And and I don't know how long they were here. It wasn't long. It was like you know I I don't know maybe three months or something. And uh, so I remember I walked into the PD's office, and and the show was on in the in the right there. And, and and our old PD uh, Rick Scott was the name. He had his head in his hands. Just has his head in his hands. And I, I go, Rick, what's the matter? And he just points at the radio. He just points at. That's it. what Purple Sheet does to me. That's what's and the I matter. Don't appreciate it. So then uh, they brought in uh, um, Michael Knight oh. from the Bay Area, yeah. and and I'm, I forget. I think Mike was from Florida originally, but he'd been working in the Bay Area, and they paired him with Keith Shipman. And that was, I would say, that's the first morning team in KJR history. So, they they made it work for a couple of years and really really worked their asses off because they were making it up as they went sure. along. Nobody knew what, what the morning on? show of a sports talk radio station should sound like. So Keith is not only did radio but also did TV a yeah. long time at Q13 for the longest time. I got to think he did some prime sports Northwest. I'm going to ask him when he joins us. He the might have. He might have. He was doing some games. Anyways, Keith's going to be on today because he was at the funeral yesterday as they honored the life of the great uh, Keith Jackson. I think we'll touch on that a little bit later in the show because 
Uh, there is there is not another person in this industry that is that has affected me more than than Keith Jackson uh, in his career, and he was uh, he was honored and yesterday at the Rose Bowl. Of the course, best place to be honored. I think uh, was Ship. At the Rose Bowl. I think Ship helped organize yeah. this. I think he spoke, and I know that he knew Keith really well. They just did, they clicked. They met a couple of times, and then kind of stayed friends for thirty years. So Keith talked to him, you know. I'd say six months ago, probably. I mean, they they stayed in touch, and he's talked to his his. Uh, I believe he's talked to his. And anyway, Keith knows him really, well, so it'll be fun to. Because I saw that, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. You think to yourself, okay, what's the life you want to live? I'd like to live a life that when it's all over, they hold a party for me at the Rose Bowl, of which was points, so which appropriate. Is the best setting in in the history of sports. Yeah. Uh, David Locke, the voice of the Jazz, at twelve o'clock, talked about with the uh, the Jazz yesterday. And then just in the playoffs in general. I have a thought or two on, on the playoffs. And congratulations to the old Indiana Pacers. Hey! Game one over the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm rooting for him because I need the Cavs out so I can win my bet with uh, with uh, Slick on. Hey, and that wasn't, that wasn't some lucky thing. They put Cleveland down and they kept him down. And I'm not saying, look, it's a long series. Sure. But I kept thinking of George Carl's great line all weekend long because I think it applies to hockey, too. The series starts when the road team wins a game. Yeah, of course. That's when the series. I used to love. George had more of those crazy, yeah. funny, smart things. Yeah, the road team wins, and all of a sudden, now you now got yourself a series. A series. Uh, so we'll talk more about that, I think, later in the program. Uh, big play yesterday in the baseball game. that uh, We were talking about this earlier in the sports pit. Uh, 100% right. Gas was, was talking about this. It's also his, his daily uh, Twitter gas man poll. But this was the play last night in the game eighth inning. Gordon Butts. Chapman picks it up. Chapman's throw is in time. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Sober up. Yeah, that's me. Uh, they're putting the hands up how, to take a look. How many cocktails yesterday? Just a couple. Okay. Just good. a couple. But, but, but booing loud. Boo- oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's sad. I'm like, look at I'm, I'm screaming at service. Look at it. Look at it. You know, make, making sure that he's like so, with me here. We got to look at this. So that was the Oakland A's uh, television broadcast. So thanks to them. MLB, uh, the city of Oakland, Marshawn Lynch, Damian mm-hmm. Lillard, Gary mm-hmm. Payton, and Jason Kidd. That's right. For the use of the, those and the sewer line. Um <laughs> It, yeah, when you watch it in real time, it's bang bang, and it's but you think you're like, oh no, Gordon beat that, right? Like, like I, I think the initial reaction, at least when I saw it, I didn't watch the game live, but when I went back and watched the highlights later, like you, when you see it in real time, you're like, okay, yeah, he's safe. And then when you see it when they do replay, like I don't know how you feel about replay. I hate replay. I want replay out in all sports. Mm-hmm. I know it's never going to happen. Right. Right. By the way, did you hear the story that the the guys the, that Chuck had in the morning about re, they're going to use replay in Alabama? No, for, for what? High school football. Well, sure they are. It's <laughs> things are different in Alabama, man. They are different down Can there. Can you in imagine Dixie. having high school replay? Uh, and I know it's not going anywhere. And really, the call on the field yesterday was that he was out. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't. It didn't really matter, anyways. But then when you watch it on replay, you're like, he is clearly safe. He's so safe. It's unbelievable. Like, how does a guy gas look mm-hmm. in New York and go, "Yeah, they got it right on the field." Right, right. Like, I mean, how do you? How does that happen? Yeah, I, I, I don't know because it was so obvious, and and you know there was a lot on the line here. There's momentum late in the game. There's there's D's hitting streak, which is you know I personally well, feel that I was robbed by not getting to see him get you a have, hit. You have two on. And one of the hottest hitters in the American yeah, League, right. the hottest hitters in baseball, in Gene Segura. Yeah, and I who's mean, buying like, him, Cano? Yeah. Do you like your odds right now of who's coming up? Yeah. And but I think what what you brought what you you brought to my attention earlier, and I you know I I, I can't agree more was they got it wrong, and you're there's a lot to like about Scott's service, but mm-hmm. I think at some point I know it may not be in his nature, but you're right. If you're sitting in the dugout and you see that they clearly 
got it wrong, and they did clearly get it wrong. You're already upset about a play earlier in the game That's, with the ball. Yeah, yeah. You're right about all the things that, are, that have lined up for you. The weather's not good. Fans aren't into it. You need a spark. You need something going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. That's a point even with you don't have a fiery manager that he's got to even recognize. Okay, this is kind of not in my DNA, but I need yeah. to do something to get everyone going. Yeah. And I thought, you're right. Scott Service missed a golden opportunity yesterday to kind of charge out there and, and have a little hissy fit. And here's the thing. It, I'm not saying you got to pick up the base and throw it or kick your hat around. I, I get that. You, you can just use words to get thrown out. And, I mean, the place will go nuts. Everybody will be on your side. Does it matter? I, I, who knows? Maybe it lights a fire under the team. And, and I, I hardly think the M's need this. But it just felt like, particularly given how bad the buck call was, right. the buck call was embarrassingly bad. You know, well, we're going doing do-overs now? Seven pitches into yesterday's game, both managers are on the field arguing right. with the ups. I mean, that's that's not. And you got two mild man. I mean, neither guy gets thrown out. I'm like, I cannot believe that Melvin is going. Wait a wait a minute. You're saying it wasn't a. What's going on here? And, and it's it, never been in, Mel, in Melvin's uh, also DNA to never right. do it. Because remember when he when he followed Lou, people would get all mad at yeah. him for not being as boisterous as Lou. And then when he would do it, you could tell he really didn't believe. Yeah, it. and and I'm and I look and the service is the same way. And I I, I understand. I mean. You know, it's funny, the, and, and people should uh, should hit us up, as they say, on the Heritage Distilling text line, because I'm interested, there's 24% of the people so far have voted that, no, he shouldn't have gotten thrown out, and I'm curious, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm open to that discussion, what would be the reasoning? And maybe it's just as simple as, hey, that's not his style, he would have looked foolish, but again, I'm, I'm not, he doesn't have to empty the bat rack, but you could go out and yell at the home plate up and say, you, you started, this game has been screwed up. Since the minute you walked out, I, you know what? Service should have pointed to me. I could be the designated get thrown out of the game guy. And I'll just go out and with a few well-placed words, get tossed. The crowd goes nuts. Maybe the M's hit six home runs in a row and we're all celebrating this I morning. just think it's at some time, even though that, that, that might not be your personality, that you have to assume, listen, that, that was a, a horrendous call. And okay, yeah, it's it's game three of a three game series early in the season, but but I think the message there's always a, you know, I think the great managers and coaches they they do things, and sometimes they get thrown out on for on on purpose. Sure, they do because they want to send a message to half their the team. time. I bet half the time when a guy gets thrown out, he wanted to get sure, thrown out. It's the great. I mean, come on, it's a Gene Hackman Hoosiers. Yeah, I'm going to get thrown out here. Yeah, right. Oh, toss me out of the game. Right. But and I think it would have sent a mild manner service. It would have sent a message early on in the season, especially everyone in that in that dugout, which I think they all believe in him anyway. Right, I, I right, I, yeah, I know but, what you're saying here. All right, man. Yeah. I mean, this is this is it's a different team this year. We're not the same old Mariners. Yeah. Where we're just happy to like maybe win a game. Let's get the sweep. I mean, come on, Karate Quit, sweep the damn leg. Right. And yeah. Get Oakland out of town and back to their sewer infested stadium. <laughs> But, you know, I think just sitting there and just being like, oh, shucks, we'll get him tomorrow. That's kind of how it felt. And that's what it looked like. And I'm I'm like, this, you could go out and you could start, you know, starting with the bot call and then up to and including this, you guys have had a horrible day. And (laughs) just tell them that. And boom, you're out then at that point if you throw in a couple of well-placed adjectives and, uh, and you're done. And everybody, you know, again, I guess the, the easy argument is, well, I just need... But boy, I wanted him to. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm so pissed about this, and you know, I want you to be mad about. It. I want to. I want to know that you can. I know he cares about it more than I do. His job's on the line. But outwardly, I want to see. You know, some. And and I, again, I, I think that he does. I, I like him as a manager, 
And I wouldn't, you know, again, when you see a manager who doesn't have that and he goes nuts in the clubhouse after the game or something, it looks like a cartoon character. John McLaren. I get that. Right. You just can't have it. You've got to either have that or not. But to get bounced out of a game, that's a pretty easy thing to do. And and, and you had every, I mean, he could have gotten thrown out seven pitches in because that balk call, you got to, I'm at, and you know, here's another thing. I'm on a rampage right now. I'm oh. going to get thrown out of the show. Here's another thing I think baseball should do, and it would have, it'd have to be selective. But here we've got all this stuff going on. All this technology, all this replay. You know, you know who ends up being the loser in this whole thing? The poor saps like me who paid for a ticket to the game because they never explained what happened. You're just up there. You got to kind of figure on your own. Well, I guess they're saying that they called the balk, but it was. You know, and, and my, it, it's, my, you're right. It's the one thing they need to change in the sport. They need to explain a. You know, I think it's obvious what people are reviewing, but what was the decision from New York? Right, and just and it's a, you know, Renee. I'm sitting next to noted baseball fan Renee Gastineau. She says they how should was have she to, in this whole thing? I, she gets a little. She, she's yeah. She thought it was. A, she thought the balk call. She says first of all, every ump should have to explain the balk call anyway because nobody nobody understands the balk call is one of those things everybody says they understand and nobody <laughs> can really explain it. Nobody has balk. Okay, whatever. Remember when Charlie Brown balked in the tying run and then balked in the winning run for the Charlie Brown All-Star? He balked in the winning run! Um, you know, they should have to explain, like, she says they should have a mic like the NFL guy. You yep. know, the home plate ump, whatever the crew chief is, turns the mic on and just, just in, you know, but then you get Ed oh, Hockley and he gives a 35-minute explanation as to what the balk call it would was. require more work for them, you know. Yeah. They, I, they, they can't possibly do more there. I mean, to sit there at the game, to have the game stop, to have a huge meeting happen, then to have some pointing going on, and they're like, what are we doing? And they never explain yeah. to the fans who are paying for the, 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 the 88-ounce bottles of beer and paying the tickets and all that, and that's fine. Well, how, I, sh- I should have at least what the people at home, because I'm right. sure at home they talked about what it was. Yeah, and then and then yeah, well then you because you, then you see constant replay after replay. You have the broadcasters being able to talk about it and right. give the explanation. But mm. even I mean, even an explanation, an official explanation, should be passed on to them. Maybe it is, and I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I mean, I don't. Does New yeah. York send it to the TV guys as well? And it would be nice to have an understanding of exactly what they saw and and what their ruling was. I, I just don't get it. I mean, this is is why I despise replay. Mm-hmm. I always will. Is just because. Okay, yes, I get it. It's never going away and all of that. But still, when you have something definitive like it was yesterday and you yeah. still get it wrong, yeah. I am baffled by it. Yeah, right. And then we're and talking about the so second obvious. call now because the Bach, they didn't oh, use yeah. replay. They just talked about it. The second call is the one. And again, it just it appears. To, and and I've, you know, I've always felt, I've, I've always been a big thing like, look, you know what? At the end of the day, you got to say, you can't blame the officials or the umps because you had plenty of chances to oh, do yeah. stuff on your own. And that, he was shoving it down you. That being said, the Buck, you know, by that by that play being called the way it is, leaves a guy on base for the two-run homer that did provide for the margin right. of victory. And then the one time you were maybe going to get a little bit going, so it was it was not a great day for for the umps, and uh, and I'm still salty. I about think it. it's just as simple, simple as this from from services, just telling the guys, the 25 guys in, in that dugout, I, I just got your back, mm-hmm, right? I got your back. I would rather have him thrown out than D Gordon. Right, yeah, some, you know, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want a player to get thrown out, but yeah. that's when the manager's got to step up and, and do something. I guess the positive about yesterday was, again, it's it's not vintage Felix because he'll never be back to vintage Felix. But again, a team that he's always owned throughout his career. I thought after that home run, really settled down, did some stuff. His uh, change up thing that he had working yesterday was was disgustingly good. Yeah, it was yeah, unreal how good it was. It looked like new Felix yesterday. Yeah, this great. is going to be the new normal. And you know, I've talked to Bill Kruger about this a lot, and Bill's talked about it on this this uh, these airwaves a lot. As Felix Felix has got 
A, he's a really smart guy. B, he's a really talented guy. And as he changes into what this new guy's going to be, he may be looking at five, six, eight more years if he has health, if he has good health and good fortune. I mean, there's no reason to think that he can't. And so it's fun to sit there yesterday and watch him, you know, it, I, I mean, I, I think we've got to get the, 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 the whole King's Court thing. And we, instead of saying KKK, they should yell, ground out, ground out, ground. Because we're not necessarily. Pop up, pop up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yell it on the first pitch. Yeah. Don't wait till he's got two strikes on a guy. But it's, uh, it was, I agree with you. And again, the bigger picture is eight and five. They haven't Great lost start. a series. Great start. Here come the Astros. Okay, we know that's going to be, your hand's going to be full, but yeah. good. Let's let's measure ourselves against these these guys, and let's see what's happening to Just them. hit Altuve. Whatever they do tonight, first pitch, <laughs> throw it in his back. Early and often. Yes. All right, so the uh, before we left on vacation, Gas did a poll of the Puckett clan. Who was going to have the, the first, the most meltdowns on the trip? There was a clear-cut winner in that department. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. We are going to make Niner Nate at some point uh, use. We want to test it out. And, yeah, uh, we got to get a pit bull. Yeah, thank you to uh, Skull Shaver for being an advertiser with uh, iHeartMedia. We'd like to test out your product, Skull Shaver. And uh, Niner Nate would be uh, willing to give his head. Yeah, we'll shave Niner Nate's head with the pit bull by Skull Shaver. Yeah. And see how, we'll see how it works. We'll see how easy it is. Now, we'll I see would, if there are no nicks. Who should we have? I mean, we can't have you or me. I, I'm not doing it. I'm not shaving anybody's head. I don't need to get I'll sued. I'll do it. You'll do it? Yeah. All right. You think he'll do it? Well, is there a mic flag? Well, we had him a mic flag. Oh, yeah. had him a mic flag. Yeah. <laughs> Skull shaver. I just walked in. I was just in the bathroom, and I bumped into Nine or Nate, and I probably shouldn't say this, but he was doing some blow. <laughs> I don't know. Are we on the air? Because I probably shouldn't say we that. Are. I are. And you're distracted because Jackson comes running in here. Oh, God, hey, Jackson. Yes, did you know that the NASCAR <laughs> race is on? Uh, apparently it was rained out yesterday. It's on 113. Now now you've got it on. Yeah. And you know, so you're distracted because the guy, do they only turn left in this? Uh, unless they're on a road course. So you're distracted by this. But that's like saying, do they only hit driver on the par fours? I mean, it's like, yeah, no. that's how the sport is no, done. They, well, they don't. Yeah, Sometimes I, they hit a driving the point iron. Being. Sometimes they hit a three wood. So you're saying the courses are different. And that adds into the drama of the sport. Of course. Yeah. Every time any, I turn any, on, any driving other, around in circles. Hey, Neil, do you have a list of the golfers who were too tired to show up at the PGA event this week? Because all the NASCAR hey. guys are here. Every single one of them came to this race. They didn't have to walk 18 holes. Oh, yeah, Not yeah. carrying their bags. Yeah, driving a car Try at Bristol so walking the park. <laughs> I know. I thought it was raining in Bristol last I checked, and Jackson comes and says, "No, they got the race going." So I'm like, "Well, all right." Are then. you? Has he? Has he already turned you to be a NASCAR fan now? I've always After been a little week? bit of a racing fan. Yeah. I, I used to be a huge Jeff Gordon fan, right. uh, and I mean, I'll I'll watch it if there's nothing else on, and and you know, you I'm looking at this TV. So there you go. All right. So before I left, you did a uh, an, uh, the. Uh, Extraordinarily great poll question. Yeah, that's what it is the uh, Twitter poll question: Which of uh, members of my family would have the biggest meltdown? We got 271 votes. This was last week. 271 votes. Who will have the uh, big meltdown during the Arizona vacation for La Familia Puck? 36 percent of the electorate said Puck. It was really kind of a runaway. In a four-way battle, 36 oh. percent's a runaway. Uh, and then the the second, it was a real tight race for second, third, and fourth. Twenty three percent said Beast Mode. That's Puck's daughter. Yeah, 
Eight-year-old. That she's going to snap. State 21, gymnastics participant this weekend. 21% said the vampire, who's Puck's son, and then 20% said Mrs. Puck. Now, yeah. I have a prediction before you say what okay. you're going to say next. Because I said earlier it, there was a runaway winner. And I'm saying it was Mrs. Puck because you wouldn't be so excited to talk about a runaway winner if it's your son or your daughter, because like, you love your son and your daughter and yeah. their kids, and they're going to have yeah. something happen that they just overreact to because that's what kids do. However, your wife... If you're saying runaway winner with a big smile on your face, well, like, all right, his well, wife, something went wrong if, here. If, if it, it had been early on and the way that she reacted to the people on the phone at America Airlines coming home and then at the ticket booth, then, yes, she would have been the runaway winner. Had that happened early on in the trip. But she wasn't. She was me. not. Oh, okay. Well, I'm wrong here. It I goes thought, I thought for to sure state champion participant. Beast mode. Uh, well, we talked just about started. I mean, it started. The, the scout from the on her go. was she might be a little upset after after everything that yeah. had happened right before you left. She was, yeah, maybe it was some. She was holding on some feelings, not being able to participate in the All Star meet on Sunday. Uh, chosen of one of a, uh, just a handful of eight year olds to participate, so maybe she had some lingering effects on on the trip. Uh, but yeah, I think that what really set her off was about fifteen minutes into the trip. Once we got to the house, um, I, I can't repeat what my wife said. <laughs> Called her on the air. Oh boy, that's she, all. Your wife. Your wife said something we can't say on the air about her own daughter. She said you're acting like a something, and then uh, and then I laughed. I spit out my beer because it was one of the funniest things that she said. And then beast mode turned into the you know the Tasmanian devil, yeah. winding up and yeah, just right. spilling out the I hate you, slamming oh, nice. into the house, the nice. slamming of the door. Where my friends were like, boy, she's she's eight, she's already throwing out the I hate you. Yeah, well, that we've already got him. So she was the runaway, <laughs> runaway winner of that. And uh, not only had what really made her mad is that I just kept counting them all every time she would have some. So she had, you know, we went with another family. They've got a, a daughter the same age and another daughter who's two years younger. And uh, so the the two kids, the two eight year olds, they're like sisters. They get along great and they mm -hmm. play. But like two sisters at that age, they're going to fight about something. Mm -hmm. You're picking on me. Stop picking on me. So that was kind of a back and forth all trip long. And I would just count them up. Anytime it happened, I'd say, that's number three, yeah. which then would lead to a fourth one. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're not no, helping me. Stop. You're not. That. Why are you counting these? Yeah, that's not, five. You're not helping at all. So so it was a runaway. runaway. And not only in terms of the, the biggest meltdown, but the number of Series meltdowns. Series of meltdowns, sure. Yeah. Everything's She's um. She, uh, if if the gymnastics thing does not work out for her, mm -hmm. she will be some an actor of some sort. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she, able, uh, able to really maybe on you know like doing it. plays or whatever. She's going to do something mm -hmm. uh, because if you are and, and if there's a talent agency out there right now, if you're looking for an eight year old that when you can tell her, I need you to do a stop, drop, and roll, cry, freak out, she's your gal. Really. She'll nail it. Well, there you go. There could be an ad agency, a talent agency. Somebody sure. could be looking for that character for the right spot. Very, very emotional. Um, it got probably the worst when we decided to to me and the uh, me and my buddy decided to take all the kids out because we were away for golf for like seventeen hours one day, and then we took the kids the the next day and let the the moms have their day to themselves. We said, oh, "Let's go for a nice, easy hike." I'm like to my buddy, "Find a, a hike that's easy for kids." He comes up with a hike that scales Camelback, and you had to scramble up the thing. <laughs> Kids got cuts on them. Yeah. They're, 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 they have no water. We're famished. I mean, it was it was miserable. But you know what? We were out of the house for eight hours, and that's all we needed. It, it, there appears to be some people from CPS outside that like to talk to you about your Arizona vacation. If Child Protection Services saw the mountain that we made our kids climb, <laughs> we would not be fathers anymore. I guarantee that. Keith Shipman is going to uh, talk about the life of Keith Jackson. We'll do it next.